So, Emmanuel and Sharon, welcome uh, to the podcast uh, from Revival Center AG Church. Uh, glad to have you here and I'm glad to be here with you. Uh, so, in this podcast, uh, we will be talking about, uh, you know, we'll be touching on many aspects, but the core thing that we want to look at is the relationship uh, with God. And uh, it's just not decided yet whether this is going to be a series of podcasts or this is going to be one thing event in itself, but let's see how it goes from here. And uh, as you know, uh, the rules are, there are no rules. So you're completely free, just be yourself uh, because we want to hear from you. And it's going to be a mutual learning experience from all of us together. Uh, we're going to pull in what we understand, what we have understood so far from our spiritual experience. Uh, we have between us a nine-year uh, range uh, age grab and uh, that is something uh, that we are going to you know cash on to speak to people our peers uh, people in our age group people who we grew up with who studied with us and uh, who can benefit uh, from the same uh, body of fellowship and the same spiritual support that we have been having so uh, let me start with a very open-ended question what do you do during your free time uh, if I could hear from you me, I, I love reading. I'm a big fan of reading novels, fanfics, anything. And I feel that reading is one way where you can, you know, um, brush your imaginations mm -hmm. and, you know, get more vocabulary. Since I'm a fan of writing as well, so I think reading is one way which I can, you know, invest on at the same time, get something back in return. And I love listening to music as well because uh, music is like my another portal to another world. So that's like what I do. Excellent. So... Uh have you created any pieces recently, like from a writing perspective? Oh, okay. I have written stories and stories and since, I mean, these days stories are underrated. Like, what is the stylish? Like, I don't feel that. I think stories are like one way where you can, you know, communicate a message. And since I'm very fond of writing, I like, I like to make it more catchy and for the readers to, you know, understand what exactly is the point of my piece. And I also love investing time in poetry because poetry writing has always been my favorite right since the start. That's amazing. Yeah. And uh, what about you, Iman? What do you think of quality free time? I mean, how do you... Sure. Thank you so much for having me over here. Yeah. Uh, it's, I'm so excited for this first podcast. Well, to start off with the question that you asked me, during my free time, I do browse a lot of Instagram. I try to listen to short sermons. There are a lot of people whom I follow. Um, so I just try to, uh, you know, in a given day, there are times where I'm pretty, pretty low that day. There are times where I'm, uh, I need some encouragement. So that's when I just go to my feed, go to, go through some of the, uh, you know, some really good handles, Christian handles that I go through, that I check, that I listen to, that really gives me an encouragement. And along with that, I love listening to music. Um, I'm a person when I'm too much stressed out, I plug in my earphones on my Spotify app and then listen to some of the famous or, you know, some of the people that I really love worshiping with. Like it's, it's, it's like, a, though uh, there are certain uh, times where, you know, I just plug into those uh, live worship moments and I just worship with the worship leader there and it just connects me. It just makes me feel that I'm just connected to God. And along with that, uh, I also, uh, I'm a person who loves to listen to the audio Bible. It's lately that I cultivated this habit and I'm really enjoying it. Amazing, amazing. So that's good. Uh, two perspectives of free time usage that I'm seeing here because uh, one, as Sharon said, is uh, it's it's one is lengthy. You need to like it's a bit time intensive mm -hmm. where you have to spend time and you have to put in effort and uh, you have to push through the content and the the feeling of uh, relief or that you know satisfaction uh, happens once you're done with it. The other kind of uh, consumption of content is very simple. Like you get in bits and pieces, right? In Insta, 
uh, the cards that they do and the swipe. So uh, that's very interesting in terms of uh, how content has evolved and how people are choosing to, uh, you know, consume it, how people are preferring to have it. Uh, and at the same time, both of them are not dead. One hasn't replaced the other. Both of them are still thriving and going on. So that is good to hear from you. Uh, and uh, in as part of spending free time, uh, does this include spending time with family or is that a separate thing that you see in itself? Do you spend separate time specifically with your family uh, or your siblings? Or yep. Uh, I'll start off parents. with me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, uh, during my free time, I do spend time with my family. Like it was, it's during the dinners that I sit with my family, eat with them, talk to them about different issues that I'm going through. Uh, one of the things that I've realized is when I've been open to them, uh, they give their, uh, you know, moral support saying that, you know, because most of the times I'm stressed out with, the, with regards to my work and with regards to the way things are going on. So I just share my opinions with them. I, st I tell them that this is the thing that I'm going through. This is the challenge that I'm going through with regards to my work. They keep supporting me. They keep encouraging me. And another thing which we started during our lockdown is uh, we as siblings uh, from different parts of India connect every Sunday after the Sunday service. Mm. We pray. Uh, mm. We encourage e each other. We talk about different things of how God has been good to us all throughout this week. Um, so that's Amazing. something that I really, uh, that has really helped me during this lockdown. Uh, and I'm so blessed. Amazing. Amazing. And uh, uh, what about, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm trying to extend this family. Uh, we all believe that we are all part of another family, a spiritual family. Yes. And uh, we do understand that we have a father in heaven uh, from whom we draw support. Uh, but to a lot of people, that is just some imaginary figure out there. Or even to believers, uh, it is just uh, a figure over there, a being who they believe in, but they do not feel the need to be completely connected with him. Uh, they just feel that an attendance on church is enough. And also, I want to ask you, uh, with with respect to your relationship with the father, your father in heaven, do you spend quiet time or how do you you know cultivate it? How how you you know go about it? If you can. Yes, uh, I'll start off with me. Um, usually, it depends upon the day that I'm in. Um, in a given day, it's not like I, I spend fixed time with the Lord. Uh, there are times where I spend like for 15 minutes or there are times where I spend for uh, 45 to 45 minutes to one hour. Uh, it depends upon the situation that I'm in. Uh, like there are times where I just read the Bible and then go away. There are times where when I'm, when I'm too much stressed out and I really need God to speak to me, uh, you know, I, that's when I just listen to the music, uh, then listen to the, uh, then you know, listen, listen to the audio Bible, and then pray. Uh, there are also times where uh, I have also realized that it's not necessary that each day, like there is this mindset that many of us have, like we think that on a given day we are supposed to spend this much of time with the Lord, which is needed, which is necessary. But there are times where we all of us get busy with our, with our day to day routines, and there are sometimes we don't spend time as as much as we are supposed to spend, like. In a given day, there are times where I personally haven't spent time with the Lord. And many of us, I think it's this, there is this mindset that is there that just because we didn't spend one day with the Lord, the Lord is angry with us or Lord is not going to, not, not going to be happy with the way that we are going. That mindset should change. Um, it's okay. There are times where you don't spend time in the presence of the Lord, but that shouldn't stop you. You should again go back to Him. Speak to Him because He's like a friend. He's there with you. Like there are instances where our parents and our friends have a limitation to uh, understand us or speak to us, but God is always there with us. And he's always expecting us as his children to 
make that effort to reach out to him and he is just there just calling his name is just right away there exactly uh that is something that a lot of people don't realize they can cash on uh when they have all those worries uh, and challenges that they face uh, in their day to day life whether it is at their you know place of study or if it is if it is at their workplace they can just at the end of the day they can go to their father and put all these worries at his feet and Absolutely. you know know that it is taken care of right uh Uh, as a part of this i want to ask like uh, so there are two components to uh, being a christian uh, the you know the personal relationship with we have with god but also also being part of the body of believers and you know sharing in the fellowship so uh, sharon what do you think about like are you comfortable spending more time with your church mates or uh, is that something that you you know spent a lot of time with do you hang out with your church mates uh, pre lockdown i'm thinking uh you know do you go go with them to places or was it just uh you know after church or just seeing them in church like how was your uh, you know relationship with your church mates oh well i actually do miss them now because ever since lockdown has started it has just limited our time you know to talk to each other to discuss our feelings our thoughts and everything and uh yeah and they have started with their online classes so they're mostly busy and so am i but even then um one way which we are connected is through the 24/7 prayer line uh so we are glad to you know all of us invested in the same hour so that's i mean even though we pray we feel like yes we are together in this so we can just though we are not uh, physically holding hands but in spirit we are united and i also feel that before the lockdown yes we did go out you know for meetings and everything and i felt okay yeah maybe this will just shorten our time and our friendship with each other but no not really it actually didn't affect us at all we still do talk we communicate we pray for each other we uphold each other and yes that's pretty much it okay and what aspect of uh, you know the church service is it that you look forward to typically you know is it the 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 worship or is it the message from the pastor or even from a pre lockdown perspective is it uh, the sunday school is it the lunch <laughs> what what is it that you look forward to I actually look forward to Sunday school because uh, ever since the lockdown we really didn't uh, you know have a proper goodbye I mean it was just like today onwards we're just going to meet one hour and it's pretty much that and I felt that no maybe I wish we could just see our teachers you know talk to our students students fellow mates and everybody um and it's not as lively as it is when you're in, you know in the virtual setup but I think uh, that's something what i miss the most and worship absolutely i miss worship the most because when you're here at church you feel like you're raising your hands and you're singing your heart out but when you're at home you're like um i mean it's just, it's just like watching a video and you don't feel that um what do you say that much into it so i miss the worship and lunch of course that's one way we bond and i miss the food as well <laughs> yes uh, that's yeah. i think uh, something that we all sh- <laughs> share so uh we spend uh, because you know compared to other christian denominations i won't be, i don't think i'll be wrong if i said that we evangelicals or pentecostals spend a lot of time in church uh specifically our weekends are always completely immersed in church right uh or or uh, as part of some activity some part of christian activity so we of obviously we'll be having non believer peers and friends and all uh from both of you if i could hear whether your peers are aware of this and what do they think about this time that you spend on weekends because uh the typical attitude of people of our age group is that a weekend is supposed to be burned away right and we are spending it in church so 
how how do they take it do they realize that we are enjoying it or do they think what, what, any idea if you know you have been able to get some thoughts from them about this are they aware of this and what their thoughts are about this if i can hear from you guys sure uh, with regards to the peers that i'm working with uh, one of the things that they have realized about me is i am a person who spends my sundays on a church and they really know it um you know they when they make a plan for a weekend definitely they look at this point like this person will not be there on sunday morning uh, until and unless it's it, if it's a plan where you know we are going as a team for a team outing outside of hyderabad that's that could be uh, the exemption but usually whenever we they make plans they know that i am a person who attends a church service so they have respected me for that um and also what i've realized is uh, uh, they are not uh, they have never questioned me like why do i go to church uh, they have they are always been people who have, who have been understanding about it they 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 realize that i am a person who is uh, maybe according to their term it could be religious uh, but i i try to make them realize that it's not i'm not being religious over there it's like a relation that i've built and i i feel it's very important that i spend time in the presence of lord on a sunday and uh, and that's what i've realized and they have that uh, they have ne- never questioned me so i not i've not uh, i mean based on the interactions and based on the conversations that i had with them uh, i never felt like that right right and what about for you shall oh uh, pretty much the same here they haven't really you know uh, put in the nose and asked why are you like not spending time with us but although they secretly wish that okay i wish maybe if she could join us i mean they kind of see some of us as a boring church kind of people i mean i mean since i'm a teenager i think i can relate to it more but after all uh, we know what exactly we are doing i mean it's not something as a sacrifice we're doing it out of love and if yeah. they have to know it we have to show the love for towards it you not be like oh it's because my mom is asking me to go i'm doing it no you have to be like i love god and what is this special about god and we have to build in that curiosity within them so we have to you know advertise christ to them in a way that would you know attract them to you know pull them towards christ and and one thing they really hate is that re- they feel religion is a restriction so what we would like to convey them is that religion is not a restriction because jesus even though he came he didn't come to place restrictions he came to place freedom he said clearly that you have peace within me within me and you don't have to worry about everything and though it's something new towards them when they when they feel that oh she's a christian i mean what what's special about this christian are you just an ordinary christian or do you have something within you which you know which can you know light up other people's life so i feel that um though they may be a little you know at uh, first oh, why is she going to church stuff and all i think it's up to you to decide whether you want to involve them with you or just show them as you know a uh, an honest church core right right that's insightful uh, you guys uh, what you've shared and especially the, the crucial thing is that we are not here because uh, someone's pulling us by the ear and bringing us here we want to be here we would not rather be anywhere else but we would be here of all places and uh, the first step the amazing step is uh, your peers are aware that you are christians and you have spent uh, so that is one good thing because uh, i i don't know whose quote this is but it said right uh, for a lot of people the only bible they're going to read is us yeah, they ever going to read is us so that is one good step and we would you know since there are so many people of our age what we are trying to move towards as a church uh, and the general community of uh, christian believers is to have people to want to also join in our experience 
right? They would want to come. They would want to see what we are also doing. So we are trying to, you know, get them also to not just be impressed, but to also feel that they're missing out on something when they are not uh, being part of it. So uh, as part of all that, there's the content that's being created. There's, uh, you know, all the music that we are being part of, the media teams that are working. And uh, if you notice, after the lockdown, this has exploded, right? It's exploded on all platforms, all media, uh, everywhere. So, uh, do, have you noticed one quick answer? I could like to, I would like to get from both of you. Have you noticed? Is there any difference between how believers are conducting church activities and everyone else is conducting theirs? Quick answer. Is it? Not evidently, though. I mean, yeah, we are doing our most best, but I'm not sure what's their aspect of. Right. So uh, there is a lot of energy in the believer community. Uh, since now, uh, before technology was seen as something that only young people had access to and it was a young people domain. But now elderly people, even those who used to criticize these platforms, Facebook, YouTube, are on there now. Everyone is using it, right? So in that sense, uh, you know, I understand that it has, it's very energetic right now and it has exploded all over the scene. And uh, one thing I want to ask you is that when you see these people, uh, people of our age, you know, create content and videos and post it. Do you feel that that is a cool kids club to which you have no access? Or do you feel that you are also one among them and you have the privilege and access like anyone else to also create content and glorify God? How do you feel about that? Do you feel left out? My question boils down to this. Do you feel left out or do you feel belonged? Well, uh, if you ask me that question, my answer would be, uh, I feel challenged. Like uh, when I look at different people coming up with different uh, ways through which they can reach out to people. Like I've seen many of my friends, especially during this lockdown, have started their own uh, Insta channels and started to put, start to put, you know, many inspirational stuff. Uh, it could be a short message that they're putting up or it could be a, you know, calligraphy, like where they really paint it and then do it very beautifully. They write the Bible verse and they share it with people. But I have, uh, when I look at that, it's not like, you know, uh, I feel challenged. I feel that I could also do something uh, way better than that or I could also improvise on my skill set. Uh, one of the things that I am finding as a challenge in me is to improvise on the way that I, uh, you know, start doing the content. Like I've been d planning this for many years, but somehow mm. there is that delay, there is that uh, pause that is there. But uh, I think uh, I should, uh, you know, I'm planning to, like I've, I made a goal for myself, like say by the next year, there are certain skill sets that I want to have inside of me that I need to improvise on so that it can help me as a person. Uh, and uh, that's one thing that I'm right now looking at. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm outdated or I wouldn't say that I'm uh, outcast when you compare with the people in the in the same peer. But yes, it's a challenge that I feel I should take up and I should improvise on. Right, right. That's a thing. And I have a follow-up question to this. So Sharon, can you also quickly share your thoughts about this or... Do you feel left out or do you feel that you belong? I mean, I really wish though sometimes, you know, since they start creating things, I wish I also was a part of it, you know, all those videos and those inspirational quotes and everything. But honestly, I feel that everyone has the time and everyone has uh, exceptional talents some somewhere hidden in them. And I feel that uh, necessarily doesn't have to be exactly at the same time as they do. But I feel that, yes, uh, I do wish to be a part of them, but then... Why not create our own space, you know, our own this thing. And so you won't feel left out. But at the same time, you feel, you know, you have, you've accomplished something for God. Um, right. So this is, yeah, both of you mentioned this about how you would want to do this. 
and uh, you feel that it's a bit challenging here, right? So can you say here and now, and since we are having this recorded, what kind of support do you need and what kind of support do other people you know who want to also step out on their own, what kind of support they would need from us, from the church, uh, to, to, you know, uh, be part of this or to generate content, how we can support them and help them in that sense? Um, I actually had a conversation with one of the people in the church and uh, he was a guy who made maximum use of this lockdown that he had. He, um, I don't want to reveal the name, but one of the things that he was telling me, like one of the challenges that he was facing is uh, whenever he was putting up content or whenever he was putting up something, uh, he felt that if someone from the church would just call me up and encourage me, that would be of more support for me. Uh, you know, everybody has different skill set and uh, it's not that only few people have the talents. Everybody has some talent which is hidden in them and they need to realize that. But also for the talent to come out, it's very important that uh, PS people go reach out to them, encourage them, uh, push them to come up with. Because many times one push can uh, make a lot of difference in a person's life. And there are times where, uh, especially the youngsters, it's very easy for them to get dejected. It's very easy for them to think that, you know, nothing is going to happen. But if there is someone who is there to push them up, uh, you know, that can make a lot of difference. And I, I realize that that is something that needs to be done. Mm. Um, uh, I think as a church, we have started up with these initiatives of having this this set up. So I'm really happy for that. And I'm, I'm sure that in the coming days, you will see many more people getting involved with this. Amazing. Excellent. Excellent. And uh, so I think uh, we have come to the end of our time here. Uh, is there any one single message you want to give uh, to those who are listening to us on what they can do to contribute or how they will get support? Uh, any one of you can uh, comment on that. Just one thing I just want to summarize. Uh, yeah. I would say don't give up on your dreams. Um, believe that God always has a best for you. And uh, it might look hard today, but tomorrow definitely you'll accomplish it because God is there with you. Amazing, amazing. And this, I believe, will fit into the the core part of having that relationship with God it will comes into a full 360 Absolutely. degree way when they when people make themselves available to uh, for you know being part of the church and everything yeah so anyway thank you so much uh, for joining thank and being for available <laughs> it was very nice to hear from your experiences and your insights thank you uh, yeah. see you all soon thank you